everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and today it's pure happiness, and that's all it is. Today we have the brand new star of Mamma Mia on Broadway, Lori Valdir. And Lori's been seen on many stages, most recently as Millie in Paper Mill Playhouse's Thoroughly Modern Millie. And before that, she was in Newsies. Hi, Lori. Thank you. What a great intro. Thanks, Connie. Well, I wanted to keep it short because I just want to hear all about your first month on Mamma Mia. How exciting has it been to star? You're Sophie Sheridan. So tell us what it's been like. Um, it's really been incredible. Yeah, I think I started my seventh or eighth week this week, starting in the show. And uh, it's just been such an amazing process. I, I just, I feel so incredibly blessed and happy. Um, I really love going into work every day. I, I love the company. Um, the cast is really amazing. They've been really welcoming and inviting to me. Everybody's just, everybody's pretty happy. And uh, so it makes for a really happy working environment. Mamma Mia itself, the show is just, it's just a happy show. I mean, that's all it is. It's all that it ABBA is. music. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's like a lot of, twists and turns, like, I think most people by now probably know the story of Mamma Mia, but throughout this show, you know, I think there's moments of ups and downs, there's um, fights, and there's crying, and there's things, but for the most part, by the end, it's like a rock concert, and one of my favorite things is that, you know, at most shows, you you just watch, and then you leave, but at our show, you get to stand up at the end and, like, dance along with us and sing. It's (laughs) awesome. uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like a rock concert, and I feel like the audience gets to, like, participate and, like, share in our fun, and uh, I love that every night. Right, and so right. if if you're out there listening and you're one of the, what, five people who haven't heard of Mamma Mia, <laughs> Mamma Mia is one of the longest-running shows on Broadway. It's it's internationally, uh, it's, it's like on how many stages all across the world oh at any gosh. given time, right? I, well, I mean, it's been to at least... Uh, probably over a dozen countries, you know, different languages. We had national tours and international tours, and it's still in London and on Broadway. So, I mean, it's literally been seen all over the world. And it's the music of ABBA. And I think when the movie came out, right, uh, with Meryl Streep a few years ago, it probably reinvigorated the excitement about Mamma Mia, don't you think? Oh, definitely. I feel like so many people come to our show and they're like, I've seen the movie, and the movie... You know, it's different than the, um, it's a little bit different than the play, but um, it gives people at least a basis for what what the show is, and then they come and get to see it live on stage. Right, and it's um, even more yeah. exciting when you know the music. I, I was on the Mamma Mia website. Yeah. I didn't even realize that, that the website, uh, com. I think it is, if you go on that website, you can actually sing along with the karaoke and you can enter some contest, right? <laughs> it's so funny. You have to check it out. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I haven't checked it out. <laughs> Very interactive. Our that website's full of lots of gems. It's, it has a lot of information and a lot of good things like different You can Twitter, you can enter, yeah, you can enter contests. Um, right. Very cool. interactive. Well, I was lucky enough to be in the audience when Lori had her debut on, what was it, June 4th? I think it was, right? Uh, June 3rd. Monday, June, June 3rd. June yeah. 3rd. It was a very exciting night. And I felt like the audience just loved you. When you came out on stage and you started singing that first song, oh, your voice is so <laughs> sweet and so perfect for that. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, it was really... 
it was not so scary, actually. Um, I didn't want anybody there, but of course, you know, on your first night. But I was so happy to have your daughter, my best friend, Caroline Bowman, with me. <laughs> and so she, she got you guys to come. And it was great to have, you know, a few support support people out there, you know, have a support system. And um, when I did, I feel like, although it was a little scary doing it for the first time with, you know, the orchestra and lights and sound and an audience, I kind of did that in Newsies when I was an understudy in Newsies and had to go on kind of last minute without a rehearsal, without costumes or lights. And that was pretty scary. Yeah. I think (laughs) if you, I feel like if you can do that, you can do anything. I mean, anything. I really feel like that prepared me for for so many things. And then just having done Millie, you know, the weight of of Millie and Thoroughly Modern Millie is is a lot. So um, to be able to come and and I was the only person brought into the cast right now. And uh, so just rehearsals with me and that's a different, the whole experience was totally different just coming into a show that's been running for almost 12 years and um, and then having my opening night be, you know, a, mo- a Monday night. And so I feel like doing Newsies, doing an understudy role in Newsies going on and then doing Millie and it kind of prepared me. So when the night finally came, I wasn't really nervous. I was just like, well, this is going to be what it is. And I just took a deep breath and when the curtain came up, the ball just went rolling and you're kind of just on the train for the rest of the show, you know. You did not um, look nervous at all. Well, if there were any nerves, nobody could see it. What was what yeah. was that, that experience like, though, when that curtain went up and you got that applause? How exciting is that? Get the, ah. I mean, it's still exciting, you know. I think the first night, unlike the other nights that I've done it, I just had to take a really deep breath. Mm-hmm. when the music started playing right before I knew the curtain was going to rise. And I just I think I just, you know, said a prayer and um, just took a breath and tried to calm my nerves and my heart and just really um, just do what I had been doing every day in rehearsal and just kind of continue that, just sing my songs and um, be in the moment. And any time my mind tried to wander, I just tried to bring it back to what I was saying, what I was singing, who I was talking to and... Um, but it was, I mean, it was definitely a thrill, and it was awesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so great. Now, we should yeah. say Mamma Mia has a little bit different schedule than a lot of the Broadway shows because they don't have a show. Most Broadway shows are dark on Monday nights, but Mamma Mia right. is dark Tuesday, right? On Sunday. On Sun- Sunday. Sunday. So, uh, Sunday, we, sorry. We are at the Winter Garden Theater right now where we've been and we'll celebrate, I believe we'll celebrate our 12th anniversary, um, I think our closing night. So we are moving theaters. We're going to be at the Winter Garden until October 19 of this year. And um, right, uh, right now our schedule is Monday night, Tuesday night, two Wednesday, Thursday night, Friday night, two Saturday, and our day off is Sunday. Hmm. That's for the summer. And then in mid-September, we move, and our day off will be Tuesday. So that was, that was right. Okay. Um, then we have a show. So mid-September, our schedule is a show Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, two Saturday, two Sunday, one Monday night. So luckily, we always have a show Monday night, and our Monday night audiences are awesome, and um, we usually have pretty full houses, so it's really great. That's a lot, yeah. though, eight shows a week. <laughs> oh, so, so, then, so, then in, so then in October, we move, or early November, we'll move to the Broadhurst Theater. Right. Um, 
just a little smaller theater and I think a little bit more intimate for the audience. I think it's going to be great. So what's the best thing about doing eight shows a week and what's the most challenging thing? Some people have been in in Mia, you know, like me, just a few months, and some people have been in it for 12 or 13 years since before it was even on Broadway. And, you know, we we don't have normal weekends. We just have one day off a week, and we don't get normal time off like other people. So I think it's just, it really does become your whole life, and the people in the show, you know, kind of become your family, and I think everything... When I have a show, everything that day leads up to the show. So what time I get up in the morning, the exercise I do, what I eat, vocalizing, everything's kind of just preparing me for the show at night. I can't do too many crazy things throughout the day or else I'll be really tired for the show. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I just think it's a a 24-7 kind of job, even on your day off, you're thinking about your voice and what what you can eat and drink and what you, how loud you can speak and, you know, um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a very full-time job. Um, I think the best thing is that, um, eight shows a week, I don't know, every audience is completely different yeah. and we get to share this show. I get to share this show, my story with, um, you know, 15 people every, 1500 people every night, yeah. sometimes twice a day. And it's really a dream. I mean, so many people dream of this, and I think part of it is just um, being in this amazing theater community on Broadway. And, um, you know, I I always dreamed that I would be on Broadway and be a lead, and I am, and it's just really so many wonderful dreams coming true. And uh, eight shows a week is just the icing on the cake, kind of. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Totally. You must be pinching yourself all the time. So um, I, I just got chills when you said that. Oh, my gosh. It is so exciting. How, when, how old were you when you knew you wanted to be on Broadway? I was nine. I did my first show at nine, and literally I remember saying to my mom, like, this is what I want to do when I was in rehearsals with the cast and doing the shows. I, you know, they say you catch that theater bug, and I totally caught it. I... I just wanted to do more and more and more. I wanted to audition. I kind of started to find out what Broadway was, and I was like, I want to move to New York, and I want to do this. And so literally since I was nine, I've kind of been preparing for this life. And, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think part of it wasn't even – I mean, yes, I loved, I loved being on, on the stage and performing, but I just loved – being a part of this awesome family and like meeting people and getting to work on new shows. And I think that was some, those are some of the things that really drew me to wanting to pursue, you know, theater. Right. And for those who play sports, theater is really the sport. I mean, it's the team. It's it's all about the teamwork, right? And also, I mean, just like physically, you know, your vocal cords are, are a part of the body and, and just like, we always compare it to like an athlete running, you know, you wouldn't just 
go run a marathon without stretching and working. And that's the same thing with your voice and um, our bodies. In this show, in Mamma Mia, we work on a rake stage, which means it's um, it's mm-hmm. an incline. Right. And it's really hard on your body, actually. Um, I've been to more PT, physical therapy sessions <laughs> and acupressure and all of that because your body is at an incline for the whole show and so it kind of has to learn how to rebalance so I have to stretch every day and roll um we have rolling you know rollers I guess and and different um equipment that we use to to help stretch and keep our body not tight and not you know um yeah it's just really easy for your body to get nuts and um get really really tight and so it's a constant you know, battle. So yeah, this is, this is definitely athletic as well. Yeah. And how much dancing you're doing on stage. I don't know how much you really need to work out. So, so let's go back. So you've had, you've had some, you decided when you were nine, you wanted to do this theater thing. You proceeded Uh to uh, continue performing and then you actually went to musical theater you went to college for musical theater, yes. which is a phenomenon in itself because like 10 years, maybe 15, I don't know how long it's been, yeah. but now there wasn't a musical theater major. Now colleges are sending these really prepared, really well-trained actors out into the world, and it's getting more and more competitive, don't you think? Oh my gosh, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, yeah, it wasn't really school. Kids kids moved at 18 to the, to the city and um, just started to pursue. I mean, obviously, they would um, be trained in dance. You know, they would take dance classes and, and take voice lessons. But it was more not in a, like, an academic setting. It was more on your own, I think, and just auditioning and being in shows. And, um, yeah, I mean, all of a sudden... Even, you know, I auditioned probably 10 years ago for my schools, and um, it's changed so much even since then. Yeah. Um, it's really raised the bar, that, don't you think, for, oh for kids? Oh, my gosh, totally. And I think, you know, it's true. I have had friends that have just moved to the city and have been very successful, but for the most part, everyone I know has been to a, some kind of, um, you know, educational training at a university for musical theater and whether it's like, you know, acting or dance or a musical theater program. And so, yeah, I went to Penn State University and got my BFA in musical theater. And, yeah, I mean, we, we the good thing about Penn State is that we got a liberal arts degree, you know, we had a liberal arts college. And so we were taking normal classes and being well-rounded people as well as right. training every day in our dance lessons and voice and acting classes and it was a really hard work it was really intense we we took all the regular classes and then our classes on top of it and I think most kids do that when they're in a program and um yeah so you get into the city and you have these showcases that you get to basically showcase yourself for agents and casting directors and say that you're in the city. And every year there's just more and more talented kids coming. And, you know, I know I don't know if this statistic is true, but they say, you know, basically like 1% of actors are working. And um, yeah. so if that statistic is true, that's amazing because I feel incredibly blessed to right. be a working actor and have so many friends um, that are, are working and very successful and uh but yeah i mean i just had an audition the other day um and 
there were just hundreds of people auditioning for other things and um I haven't auditioned in a while because I've I did Newsies for a long time and um came into Mamma Mia soon after and to go and to see all the boys auditioning and and um so many women um it really I think it really is a reality check and it was a great reality check that just makes you so, you know, there are so many people that want to be doing this and that's why it's so important for us every single day to just be thankful and to give the audience our 110% because we get to do what we love every day and how many people get to do that, you know, it's just incredible. It is incredible and that that takes us into the subject that I really wanted to talk to you about. Um, let's, let's talk about, because I feel like just to be in the business that you're in, it, it is such a test of your faith. And let's talk about faith and the importance of faith in your life and how that keeps you grounded. Mm -hmm. And what do you do to, to stay in that place of gratitude? And yeah, just talk to us about that. Yeah, I think, um, well, I was raised, you know, in a Christian home and um, born into a Christian home and church. And so um, faith has been a huge part of my life um, since I was born. And uh, I think, you know, every child, every person kind of has to go through life and figure out for themselves, you know, what faith is to them. And I think, after, you know, you leave your home and you go to college, it's a big learning experience. You're on your own for the first time, making decisions for yourself, and I think all kids kind of go through that, and um, I definitely did, and kind of decided, you know, this is what I want for myself, and I have an amazing community here in the city, a church that I belong to, and just uh, amazing friends who um, just show me every day their, their love and support and encouragement for me, and I think definitely, as you were saying, you know, my faith is something that totally keeps me grounded every day because I know that um, life is a gift, every day is a gift, and um, the talents that I have were given to me, and what I'm trying to do is just use them to the best of my ability every day, hopefully to make people happy and to inspire them, and so I think that's you know, a big responsibility, and I think it's easy in this world, in this, even in the community of theater or entertainment, to get just wrapped up in so many things, and to get big heads, and to be prideful, and anytime any of those thoughts kind of come into my head, I try to squash them, and just uh, stay grounded, I guess, you know, be thankful every day that I have, um, my physical health and my emotional health and a family who loves me and friends who support me and a community of people who rally behind me. And yeah, I think it's just about being grateful and remembering, you know, how truly lucky and blessed we are when so many things are happening in, in our city, in our country, in our world. And I think, I always say, you know, when we're doing a show and we get caught up in such finite details of, oh, well, that costume change didn't go well or, you know, or, you know, I didn't sing that note well. When we get caught up in such little details, I always think, you know what? These are really not that biggest problems, you know. Right. There's so many things happening in our world and all I am trying to do every day is live my best life and, you know, luckily I get to perform on a Broadway stage and like I said, you know, treating every night like it's opening night and treating that audience like they're special and I think 
it's easy to get wrapped up in the mundane of doing eight shows a week, week after week, year after year. But um, yeah, I think by by trying to just treat every day as a new day and be grateful to God for the life that he's given me, I think it's definitely helps me find my joy. I know that my joy in my life is not rested on my shoulders. And so I just try to live my life. Oh, Lori, I just love you so much. You are the sweetest star on Broadway. I'm telling, I'm telling everyone. So everybody needs to get their tickets for Mamma Mia because Lori shines like the light that she is. And you will not be disappointed. Call your mommy and take your vitamins and get a massage. I'm drinking my emergency right now. So everybody check out the video on the Happy Healthy You Facebook page of Lori's opening night. It's really cute. Yes, Connie makes amazing videos. Stage mom that I am, right? <laughs> my, my stage mom for the night. <laughs> That's right. Your stage mom stand in. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're such a song to sing.